1: are we on the air we're on the air excuse me ladies and gentlemen I hate to bust in young ones like this (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but as boys Silas Robertson seated right over there two things we never saw ever you and if, if there had been one we would have spotted him we never saw a deer track. Ever? Ever. No deer tracks. No. From 60 through 64, we're at the roaming age. See? Is this the days the,
0: the you were dropped off in the Falcon and you had to get 10 miles back to your house? Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah, this is in Dixie. Dixie, <laughs> Dixie Louisiana. Dixie, Louisiana. There's a town called Dixie. Well, in Dixie, we went in the woods. We stayed in the woods. Big pecan trees, you know. Bottom land, hardwood, not one deer track. That's one. Two is we never laid our eyes on a beaver or beaver track. There were no deer and there were no beavers. And this is, uh, what is it, 2021 since Jesus held up? 21, add the 21, that's about 50, about 50, more than that, you know, 55. Yeah, right. Fifty-five about, or sixty years ago, right. in these United States of America, sigh. Think about it. There were no, there were no beavers damming up streams, and there were no deer at all. Well, you just look. Both those animals. On what has happened in the last fifty years, they stocked them. They said, a pair of them here and a pair of them there, <laughs> and from that stock, the beavers. They, they started stocking yeah. them in the '60s, and when I by the time I got to Louisiana Tech. About a year after I got there, I'm squirrel hunting. I looked down. I said, "Whoa, deer track!" I said, "They got deer over here, but they had just stocked them, and you know." And it took fifty years. And now,
2: where we are, si, did. Are they there now? Oh. Beavers and deer. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I can remember. I grew up hunting a 10 swamp. Yep. Down here in Madison Parish, Ten Lake Hunting Club beside Africa hunting club and I can remember seeing pens where they'd catch them deer and they would take them to other places but we had deer I I grew up seeing deer but when we'd get here and get around you know I, I didn't see no deer when I was young running around in the woods around here and
1: I never saw any wild dreams much until I got in my 70s you say dreams so we went from deer no beaver, no deer. Now we're going to dreams. Now, Si, may correct me if I'm wrong. See, we've been running together for over 70 years. Well, the other night I got in a scrap. <laughs> and <laughs> in my dream, a large monkey <laughs> 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 he came Monk. out of a big tree. And, and, and when I saw him coming toward me, I dove. And then because he was just right on me, I said, I gotta, I gotta fight back. So I jumped and grabbed the monkey, and the monkey was started hollering. And when I woke up, I've got Miss K, <laughs> I've got my hands on Miss K, you know, about right in here. Ah! So I mistook okay, in my dream crazy. the monkey for Miss K, and she squalled out, you know. And, She said, what was all that about? I said, I thought you were a monkey. A monkey? A big one. one. Come out of a tree on me. I never
2: would have thought you would say I had a dream about a monkey.
1: If somebody told me I would dream about a monkey attacking me, I would get a lot of attacks in my dreams. Things are coming after me. Different kind of people are coming after me. You know, they're going to kill me. First one thing or another, I'm running. I'm on a cliff, you know, and they're fixing to go over the cliff. I dream like that all the time. But uh, I was surprised. That it was a large, it was a monkey.
2: A monkey. What you, what do you have for supper?
1: I don't know, but but, <laughs> I,
2: but I need to change drink. recipes. I guarantee you that. <laughs> Good.
1: Well, girl. boys, we can pontificate on Jesus number one, since uh, since we follow him. Uh, by the way, now y'all are up here. What do you what do y'all call this particular room? What is this?
2: This. This is the duck call room.
1: So this is. Uh, I don't get here that often. In fact, I haven't been here in a couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> but it's good to have you. Yeah. I, I driven by it from time to time. <laughs> yeah. But, but the idea was, I said, I'll fish the river, Miss K. Get me out of town. I'll fish the river. We'll survive. I'll sell the fish. Now, here's a guy, I have a couple of degrees from La Tech. But I said, you know, I said, get me to the woods and I, she was sitting there looking at me, you know. And I said, I'll start fishing the river for a living. We'll sell the fish. I said, "We're gonna. it's going to be pretty hard times. I said, however. I said, I reached in my pocket. I said, you see this duck call? It's the only one like it. I said, it sounds just like a duck. I said, when the duck call takes off, I'll figure out how to get it on the market. I said, and when it takes off, I'll rack my nets, my fishing nets, and good times will have come our way. I said, it's like a ship way out there, but you can't see it. You <laughs> can't and see it. I said, but it, it, it's, it's, it'll be a ship going toward the dock. Well, we started building duck calls, but we couldn't make the reeds fast enough. And I told Miss Kay, I said, you know what? I fixed the call old side up and see if he'll come over and build these reeds, these duck calls. We need a man, a reed builder. Because I said, we got all these reeds, but I said, There's, both of them are flared up on the end. It's got a little dimple in them to keep them from sticking. And I said, the length of them, you know, a little mold, you know. So I got on the phone. I called over. I said, "Sai, what are you doing? He said, well, served in the Army for 25 years. I'm over here now taking care of golf courses. I, I, I work on a golf course. I said, for a living? He said, yeah. That's what I do. Dead beat it. job. Boys. Yeah, mow the grass, you know, and he could get in a, yeah. You do a little hunting from time to time on catching some frogs and blue winged teal, lighting on the pond and the golf golf course. I said, look, I got a, I got an idea. I said, I need somebody to build these duck call reeds. I said because we're gonna get this duck call on the market. It's doing pretty good. I said we got a long way to go. I said, but there's only, and I need a reed man and you the man. I said, one stipulation, you have to duck hunt every day of the duck season. You have to duck hunt. And yeah, old Sai's on the phone, he said, I'll be over in a couple of days. Yeah, I oh. bet you he was a perfect attender. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> it was that quick. And I looked up two days later and he had a, you all. He pulled in there. All right, where's the reason? <laughs> what room I'm playing in. So now, Sai, si, that was a good choice <laughs> on your part. Yeah.
3: Well, the woman in, didn't even
1: bad my idea yeah. about it, did she? <laughs> uh,
3: no, no. Look, that's what's so amazing about this story. My wife comes home Friday afternoon. Okay, this Friday afternoon, like five o'clock. She's working for the government. She's in a dead beat job too. Okay, we're both miserable at what we're doing. Okay, and she had said, since when I got married, I lived with you and Kay. We did for uh, three months before we, you know, bought our own. Pl- our, Rented a place. But anyway, she said, I'll never go back to Louisiana. Never. So she comes home Friday afternoon at five o'clock.
1: You were in Alabama at the time when I Oh, yeah. Yeah.
3: I've got a place in Alabama. So she comes in and says, "Uh, You know what you need to do? Yeah. And I said, What's that? She said, "Uh, You need to see if uh, Phil can pay you, and you just, we go over there and you work for your brother. You know, so first thing I do is I get on the phone, uh, call Tracy Lee and say, Hey, uh, your mom's dying. <laughs> you know, and, and she says, Uh, what are you talking about? I said, Well, she just told me, uh, that I need to go, uh, you know, if Phil can pay me, I need to go work for my brother. You know, and Tracy said, Yeah, you're probably right. She, she must have, doctor told us she's got cancer or something. We both thought she was sick to die. Yeah, she gone nuts. Yeah, you know, so look, this is Friday afternoon, you know. So we kind of are still talking about Saturday, you know. That's when you call, you know, and say, hey, look, what you need to do, I need somebody to build these duck call reeds. And number one, building duck call reeds, that's the most boring, monotonous job there is. You sit there all day, and you got to bend them, okay, you got to put a
1: rivet in them. By the way, sir, how many years did you do that? Because it was lot long.
3: 99 to whenever.
1: You know? Yeah, ten or ten or twelve years. Because yeah. i
3: 'Cause I've, I've retired, what, ninety three and I come over here in ninety nine. But anyway, yeah. Sunday rolls around. We go to church Sunday and I tell the people there at church, I said, Well, if I can sell this place, you know, I'm out of here. Yeah. You know? So look, we go we go home, we're cooking dinner, you know. So I just sit down and started eating dinner, knock knock on the door. A woman from church says, you ain't sold your place yet, have you? I said, no, I'm, we're just talking about it. She said, I'll buy it. So Friday afternoon, okay, my wife tells me, hey, you need to go work for your brother. Saturday, you call and say, hey, you need to come over here and work for me. You ain't going to get paid much, but hey, you'll eat good. You know, we, we'll we live off the river. So, si, you... why
1: did I tell you about the ship? Yeah, and he said,
3: hey, look, <laughs> I can see the top of the ship out on the ocean. And
1: I <laughs> That's said, what, amazing. what are you
3: talking about? He said, oh, hey. It's the ship coming in, and when it comes in, hey, it's going to unload. So gonna I said, be, well,
1: we're gonna be after firing. about year or five, so I said, how yeah. long does it take that ship to yeah. get here? I said,
3: hey, I, said do, yeah, you I, said, st- I said, do you still see the ship? And he said, oh, yeah, I got where I can see yeah, it. Exactly. I, before I was just seeing the mass of it, he said, I can actually
2: see the ship now. And the smoke coming out yeah. of the well, hey, So hey, I,
1: that, I said, when's uh, it going to unload? I said, it won't be long hey, now. Like he said, a it won't
2: be long. And he showed up, and hey. Is
3: that the docks? And it's unloaded?
0: <laughs> I'm more interested in hearing about this childhood that y'all grew up in, but... We haven't even intro the show or taken a break, <laughs> and this episode's right. gonna. If you haven't well, figured it out, what you just heard was well, the call. Right we You got some
1: kind of show going. Yeah, here? this is a show. Yeah. It's oh, called the right? Duck
0: Call yeah. Room. We have a special guest. We're gonna break all that in uh, after our first okay. break. There you go. This is gonna be Great. the best episode ever. We'll be ever. right back. I'm not even gonna talk yeah. all day today. I'm gonna <laughs> let these two do it all. Oh. We'll be
3: right back after the break. That's so, sad so looking
1: back on it, was it worth it?
3: Oh, yeah. Well, that's what I was going to ask you. From our childhood going back, okay, our father raised a huge garden, okay? My mother, okay, and my sister, they put up everything we raised in the garden they canned, okay, in mason jars and mason jar, you know, quarts and pints. You know, did you ever think you would be where you're at right now, looking so, at how we grew up?
1: So, Sah, si, here's the deal. If you remember, we were poor, I guess, in the eyes of the world, but I never heard anybody say we were poor. We didn't know it. I never heard anybody get up in the morning and say, boy, we, yeah, are, we are up against it here. We, I, we didn't know <laughs> No air condition, no, no. television, no, no heat. I mean, one fireplace in the end of a log cabin, you say you put a bunch of big log on it before you went to bed. But no, you say, well what about a bathtub? No bathtub. Number no. three wash tub. You bathed in a number three wash tub. Right. Wow. And I was yeah. about number three on the list or yeah. four. So by the
3: time you know, he got so to me. So right. By
1: the time he got to me, it was cold and dirty. Y'all yeah. all okay.
2: use the same water. Same, same water. Same
1: water. Okay. And if you're so the you like if you're warm, number three or 4 it's yeah. pretty warm, you know, yeah. not ninety eight, but it's on up there pretty warm. Yeah. Okay. But I don't know what the women did, Side Judy and Jam. They didn't They didn't bathe in the tub, I don't guess. I didn't uh, see it. I,
2: I, I don't know. <laughs> so the older you were, that was the seniority. Yep. Oldest went yep. first yep. down to Pecking the... Pecking order. Pecking order.
1: Hmm. Number three wash tub. We'd sit it out there, you know, like in the cooler months and let it sit there in the sun for, you know, an hour before you jump over in it. But uh, that that's so... But That's then they went from there. Out of a well. Then we we moved up because I, at some point there was a pipe just coming out the back of the house. They they had put a pump on the well instead of dropping it down with a rope. Yeah. You know they put a pump on the thing. So we had like running water, but it was just coming. It was just a pipe going out of the log cabin, and you get up under that, you know, and and do the best you could with it. That's know? cold. But Sils, huh? I ran naked until he was. <laughs> He was about six. Well, when it got time to go to first grade, hey, so I, Fritz, boy. Had to put said, clothes Well, on? Hey, yeah, first grade. You're Fritz. going well, to, school and... to
3: school yesterday. First thing you got to do is put the clothes on. I said, I ain't
1: going. So I said, I ain't wearing no clothes. I said, I ain't Ma going. said Oh, you're going to wear clothes? <laughs> I <you."> ain't going.
3: <laughs> you know, we was uh, Phil, Phil says we're, we're, we're gatherers, gatherers,
1: hunter hunter gatherers. Hunters, yeah. Yeah. Hunters, Hunters
0: gatherers. and gatherers. I'm pretty much just a gatherer. Yeah.
3: Because look, you used to be <laughs> able to find. All kinds of uh, wild plums, wild grapes, all the, the sloes, Slows. dewberries, blackberries, mm-hmm. blackberries, You could actually go out and pick Boy, yourself a basketful. And of them.
1: some of our neighbors, old women, they had things like peach trees growing in their yard, and we had farmers who planted watermelons. So we were kinda like coons. We weren't we we we'd we dart out in there, get get us two or three peaches apiece, go back in the brush and eat the peaches and you know, check around, see if anybody there, we'd go back out there and get a couple more. So we didn't take more than we could eat, but we, we had peaches, fresh peaches every year, but we, we didn't we we were stealing peaches basically. But I thought in the grand scheme of things, right. like pecans, orchards, you know, yep. people out, we'd hit we'd get on come out of the brush. Pick us up a rack of pecans, you know, a bag of pecans, get that. And then watermelons, bag. you know, there were big melons. 100 pound bags. <laughs> Remember, I si, would wait till uh-huh. the Beyondos would would harvest their watermelons, would come up in them tall grass and look out there where well, they'd leave some, you know, some of them they wouldn't pick up. Wasn't big enough yet. So we'd look to the right and the left. I said, let's go for it. So we go get a watermelon, (laughs) run back in the brush, and you could drop that watermelon, big old yellow meated watermelon, some of them, you the heart of it. We just sit there and eat the heart in the brush. We go get us another one, about a couple of melons, you're good to go. My
3: mother sold Avon, okay, and we didn't know at the time. We had permission to hunt all the people's land, but they had told my mama, no, don't, don't tell them that they got permission because we enjoy chasing them too much. Because we, <laughs> hey, no, no, we'd hear the pickups come in and, hey, wide open through the woods. We'd gonna run, jump behind a log, be laying down, in grass or brush, whatever. The farmers all chased us, okay, and we had permission to do it. We didn't know it. My By the way,
1: sir, they, they called. I got a phone <laughs> call about seven or eight years ago, and, yeah. And this guy said, he said, "Phil." He said, "You remember Mickey McDade? I said, "Yeah." I said, well, "What school is to me?" He said, "That's me." I said, "Well, well, you know." Well, all, he said, "We've we've been sitting around here at the cafe talking about you and Si and Tommy and all the old Robinson boys." And he said, "And our daddies would come in and say, and I tell you what, that Robinson bunch they like a bunch of deer. They, they see you coming and they take off. They'd jump wire finches and never even look back." So we're running from their dads or chasing them, but they're having a big time doing it. Yeah. Because, of course, we're getting pecans, peaches, anything that grew, we considered fair game. Squirrels, got to take yeah. them, we got to get them. So he said, We've come up to a con- con- conclusion about those days because now we own all the land. He said, We miss y'all.
2: <laughs> they ain't had no fun. Well they That's looked and like they
1: saw me inside you know, on TV,
2: you know about like, <laughs> They saw it, they're like, "Is that that
1: bunch we were That's running
3: so, around, we trying <laughs> to catch that bunch and they never could
1: catch
2: it?" Yeah, I remember one time, they was I don't know if you remember, we was up there by the dump and they was uh, we heard a shot and we went over and it was it, it was two young guys, I don't know who they were, but they shouldn't have been there. And they had shot a deer, and you told them you knew them, or knew I might have been some of them boys, you know, north of there. Yep. And uh, you said you need to get off of here. He said, "Get what you can get, just don't let me catch you." That was because <laughs> of that, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> him on my little deer meat there. Let it, let it, let it
1: ride. Yeah. That was because of that. Yeah, yeah, we were poachers, but you know, I looking back on it, I don't know, side. They said they missed us, so they kind of enjoyed it. I think. Well, we never around.
3: did mess with any of the like they boats, motors, Equipment, all that
1: stuff, like tools, yeah. anything, we, anything
3: like a, if they had a shed where they had tools, on, we never messed with anything like that. The only thing, that, Anything yeah. growing, pecans, peaches, plums, all that—that that was fair game.
2: Not fair game, yeah.
3: You know, the Almighty put that there, yeah. So, don't mess but with the Hey, French. we never did because uh, one time I remember a deputy sheriff coming to the house and he had a whole beat up raggedy looking some kind of hat and he said uh, we found this over at Mr. Mr. Grimes uh boathouse and uh, y'all stole three motors. And that's the only time I ever seen my, my dad really mad because he, he told that sheriff, he said, hey don't you ever come back, and knock on my door again, unless you got one of them handcuffed to you and you seen them do it," he said. "Cause hey, they will hunt on on the land. Shoot he didn't even on. he didn't
1: even sit us down and you 'Y'all do that.' No. He knew we didn't. Yeah, he uh, knew we yeah. knew we wouldn't have done that. Yeah, and come
3: find out, it was it was old man Grimes' his kids and his friends. They you know, they was in high school. They stole three motors, got scared, and they threw them off twelve mile bow bridge, just threw them in the water because they got scared. Their own people. Yeah.
1: Then they were trying to pin the yeah, charge on. Yeah, they going
3: to pin it on us. On y'all.
2: Yeah. Because yeah. Cool. they knew we hunted on their land.
3: Yeah, I, Everybody knew that.
2: Well, when was the first time that you uh, said, I think I need to make a duck call? What, what well, brought that on? Now,
1: that raises an interesting question because, you know, there was three- I'm formally educated, but I thought, what am I going to do with my life now? All I want to do is stay in the woods anyway. But so I finally just came up with an idea. I had one Duck Commander Duck call. And... Uh, I brought these just in case this topic came up. <laughs> but, uh, brought- I had no idea that, <laughs> he, that had- he had those hidden in his shirt. Um. You know, so, so here's an interesting, to me it is at least, there's all kinds of people running around on planet Earth with particular skill sets. The world's made up of a lot of different individuals. And I have concluded that everybody, every last one of them, although some will beg to differ. Everybody has a skill set of some sort. In our case, it's, it's like playing piano by ear. You, you hear these various birds, and I took these. This hangs on the rack when, when duck season's over. So the goal wasn't exactly just to build a duck call and market it. The goal was it's broader than that because you hear birds fly by. Most people do not think, you know, I need to build a device that sounds like that bird. where well, I can bring him to me. So I can bring him. To, he'll think I am one. Yeah. And the other thing <clears throat> is you say, so one one bird flies by. This bird flies by. He doesn't have to fly by and me to hear him to know what he sounds like because I've been listening to him my entire life. I'm in my 70s. I've heard wood ducks all my life. No one on planet Earth, not one, had ever said, why don't I just build a device that sounds like not only a mallard, I want to sound like a widgeon. I want to know what a pintail sounds like, what a hen sounds like, a pintail hen, I mean a a, a teal hen, and a teal drake, and a woody, and a gadwall, and a. You said most people, you know, say how does a widgeon sound? So this is a compilation, if you want to call it that, of years of research. We know what they sound like because they stay in the woods all the time. A Woody's flying.
3: He only does that when he's flying. he's
1: flying. Mm -hmm. If he's sitting, he'll go. It sounds like one of them. (laughs) That's incredible. So so look, so you take one. Well, you got one duck under your belt. Of course, you had the mallard hand. Instead of that, you got to teach people how to use them. They go, you say, no, you got to come from your lung and get your, get your tongue planted on the roof of your mouth. And he so left there's, out. A, there's a mallard and there's a wood duck, two species.
3: He left but, out one important thing, but okay. there's far more. We, we done told you we stay in the woods all the time. We pursue these flying birds vigorously.
1: Relentlessly. Yeah.
3: When yeah. it's open, when it's legal to kill them, we're after They're there.
1: Okay. And we're after them. So look, so through the process, now, now we're in 2020s, you say the, the idea was way back there. Far deeper than most people think. Now here's a little thing. I built that, I came up with it in less than an hour with a bandsaw and super glue. And I wanted to see if I could build a one-duck call that sounded like multiple ducks, different kinds. So here's a little thing. It's an ugly little thing. One of the most copied things in America. I never held it against anybody who copied it, you know. You know, you know, duplication is. You know, what's the, some duplication? is something about
0: form of flattery.
1: That form yeah, of flattery. No. So look, here's a teal. It's just a drake. That's see him. That's all he does. And look, that little hen that's with him. I got a teal hen and I got a teal, teal drake, and it's all hanging on one lanyard. Well watch. Widgeon. I've got the same thing as the teal. That's a teal. A widgeon goes. That's a perfect widgeon. So I got two ducks out of one device. Bingo. But not through yet. Then I figured out that little this right here, if you put your finger and stop the air up, the tongue goes from drops down so i have a everybody has a little piece of meat it should be there you can check it open your mouth real wide there's a little piece of meat coming down off the roof of your throat you ever seen that thing hanging Mm there the reason god gave you that mr husky is that (laughs) so that you could sound like a pintail because if you can't flutter your uvula It sounds nasty, but it's not. Uvula. (laughs) Hanging down. So I'm going, but my finger's in the end of it. So instead of, I got, now I've got, it flutters. Pintail. Yep, and it's pintail. Without that little piece of meat, it would be. No (laughs) pintail. Some kind of computer. You see what I'm saying?
3: Or or a a backhoe back in a. Backhoe. Yeah. (laughs)
1: There you go. Get out of the way. Get out of the way. I'm backing up. You could use it for that for a flagman, you know. Yep. Well, well, listen to that. Wigeon. Teal. Out of one little device, let me be blunt, that's hard to do. It is. Very it hard. Is. So, look, all these years later, people have said, hey, yeah, you know, how'd you get it? You ask about, you know, did it was broader than, I'm just going to build a duck car. We wanted to get them all. Look here. Here is a gadwall. We call them gray ducks in the country. Gray ducks. That's him. So we got gadwall. Jay's come up with that, and he had a whistle, like this whistle. We took the whistle, glued it in the end of a cracking call, so you got a (laughs) crack... and a whistle, and when both of them are done together, it comes out. Gadwall. Which you'd think impossible. So that's the gadwall. So now we got all these different species, and we're sounding like them. Here's an old mallard drake. If you're a tenor, you can't use it. If you got a real high voice like this, i tell you what boys. I'm out. High voice, <laughs> I'm out. You're out. But the guy who can say, well, what I'm trying Old to Burley. say.
3: Oh, Burley. Oh, dang it. So, I, <laughs>
2: okay. so that's
1: about so that our listeners will know you say, so what's your point? It took 40 years to do all that. 40 years. And here's the reason and why. And now we're in a little room, and you say, you look around, and I'm looking at me over there, yep. picture, and I look like I was about 15. I actually, <laughs> was, the scariest 15-year-old <laughs> I've ever seen. My now. hair is black. My whiskers <laughs> are black. And it looks like I dyed my hair My hair black, yeah. but you like, at one time. So I, all I'll have to say to the audience is, uh, life has not been kind as far as the way I look. So there's old dog. What was that old dog there, side? Vegas. Vegas. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's Vegas, old Vegas. She was a fair retriever. That but- was the
3: one that you shot. You leaned over me to do it, and ever since you did it, that dog, every time it got near me, if I got too near, she'd bite me because she thought I shot her.
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, ladies and gentlemen, what you just heard was more than thirty-five years of research and development working for you. Well, no, no. it was forty years of research and development working for you. Here's how this 70. came about. Okay? Hold on, we got to take a break. I got to take. I a break. hate to be the all boring right. guy. All, right. I'm, I, all, all right. I am today is a stop. I'll tell you how this come about after we come back from break. After a break.
3: There was three duck call manufacturers. I know P.S. was one. Who was the other two? Remember one that? of them was a Cajun. Oh, yeah,
1: Jensen. Jensen yeah, and, and Falk. 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 Yeah. Okay, that was the three. Man, and, I didn't say anything about all that because I, you know.
3: Well, I was just going to say that's had to come back because you said, you know, uh, it, it, it's pretty good, but it, it's not really right there. So you said, hey, I'm going to make one that sounds just exactly like what a duck sounds like. And oh, I remember just, him blowing around. He had some little do- uh, child's toy, with all that. When he come up
2: with that, the, the three
3: and one. Yeah, the pentair. Was oh,
2: Yeah. But when you uh, you was blowing them other calls, and you was having to manipulate them, work on them all the time. Oh yeah, yeah. was working on them to all the time to make them sound. Yep. We I just started to, with a oak, and I remember we'd have to take it to some. Oh yeah, guy yeah. You had to do a lot to cut it, cut it down. We tried to make it easier for
1: for the guys and gals. There's some women duck callers, you know, out there. More and more of them all the time, which uh, that's a positive thing. I don't know where we rank now. I I've never, you know, I don't know where we rank as far as sales and all that. But I would think probably we're we're up or near the top. Yeah, we're yeah. we're
0: we're definitely we're top ten. Well, we done built.
1: Bear- I would <laughs> think. <laughs> Man, Stone. Spider. So y'all are the brains. Y'all are the y'all are the <laughs> power workers underneath You know the idea. That's way back. Yeah. But now, I, I tell you what, I'll give old Stone credit. To put as many duck calls as he does together, and at the time he has, it is amazing how many duck calls that dude can uh, turn out. I knew it was a good call. By the way, his story is Jace brought him on board on a duck hunt, and I watched him, and I was vetting him in my mind. I watched him. <laughs> I listened to his verbiage as if then there was any foul language and whatever. And I was watching this dude. Well, he joined up, you know, took off to Afghanistan. They yep. sent him over there. So he served his country. Well, he came back. So Jay starts to take him duck hunting. Well, after about studying him for a duck season or two i said stone i've come up to with a conclusion son i said i have officially vetted you and he said vetted me for what i said to marry my granddaughter (laughs) (laughs) and he said he said you're talking about nan i said yeah i said al's al's girl i said my little granddaughter and he said well she's not but 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 17 i think i said That's what I'm trying to tell you. Don't wait till she's 20. (laughs) I said, that's way too old. I said, move now, son. I said, now look, now I vetted you and told you you can marry my granddaughter because you're a man of good standing. You served your country. You're a godly man. I said, I've officially turned you loose on my family members, starting with Nan. And I said, however, I've said go, but you need to go talk to Al, her dad, who is my son because yeah. he has the final say not me but it'll help you if you tell him <laughs> i said it you was good good to yeah. go <laughs> it will help. I, I said yeah. that will help you when he's. Yeah. so he goes over and tells Al. he said look your daddy told me that i can date nan but i had to check with you but he's vetted me and said i was i was good to date her he said you got past him and he said, he said yeah he said i can i can go he said if you got past him he said wait till Get she together. gets to be 18 then make you move well he's the one nan works here today yeah and so does stone <laughs> but it all started romance in the duck blind yeah
2: yeah <laughs> that's, that's amazing crazy. that's how stone yeah, lived got on me a while when he come back from afghanistan he lived all with right. you
0: yeah i all have about. a question how did this guy come
1: about how did because you hired godwin correct he he was he was a he was a wayward man Given to drunkenness and foul language, Mm. and somebody (laughs) ran up on him. I don't know whether I converted him or I converted him. I don't forgot.
2: Tony told me, well, it was weird because me and Tony rodeoed, you know, together, and he'd moved off and uh, built all them condos in New York and paid off everything. That's what he went up there for. Well, he come back, and I ain't seen him in probably two years, and he called me and invited me to go to church. Well, I busted out laughing. I thought he was joking because I knew what he was doing because I was doing it with him. <laughs> so I joking, but he was serious. He kept he kept calling, and uh, that was pretty cool because he didn't care what I thought about him. You know, I'd some people, oh, I don't want to tell people. But he loved me enough that he wanted, to share it. He wanted yep. me to know the hope that he had. Yep. Yep. So... At that time, we just got Johanna, adopted her. Cause what year was that? By when were you converted? 1996, January the 1st at 1 o'clock in
1: the 96? Huh. Yep. 96. That's a way to ring in the new yeah. year.
2: Yep. Well, And so the, y'all knew 21st. each other?
0: Because you were working at the I'm, mill. No, oh, yeah. I'm,
2: yeah. The first time I... I you at some kind of duck calling contest. At a duck calling contest. We, we didn't... That's when... Uh, they The feds bought tin down there, bought all that land, hardwood bottom of uh-huh. and bought our hunting club. So we didn't, we was kind of in between finding somewhere to hunt. Well, this guy in the neighborhood invited us on a duck hunt. I We'd never duck hunted. And uh, we went, and man, it got me. When he talked to them and them suckers talked back, the hair on the back of my neck would just stand oh,
1: up. Yeah. By the I, way, we got a call yesterday. Uh. From the Spaniard.
2: Oh hey, yeah, come in. You know, yeah, the
1: Spaniard. And I said, I said, What are you doing? He said, Well, I'm test flying. He said, I'll be flying one of the the second largest transport jets in huh. the air force. Oh, okay. The Spaniard is There's about this close pilot. to yeah. He, he running. Yeah. yeah. And he flew over, he said, We come over. And I said, Ha ha were you flying when you came from over in Mississippi somewhere to come to He yeah. told him, So let's go to West Monroe. And they said, Why? He said, Well, I'm from there. And he said, You know them Robinsons over? He said, Oh, yeah, I know. He said, But I, you know, he said, I didn't want to get them all stirred up. Yeah. But he comes to here the other day. Yeah. But he flew over here, he said, about 20,000 feet, took about 20 minutes, 25 minutes. He just, <laughs> That's he's funny. flying one of the largest jets uh, yeah. in the Air Force. I yeah. said, I said, How in the world did you figure all these and looking at the, the, what do you call them, all your computer screens? He said, Oh, you get used to it. He said, But he's like number
2: one in his class. The Spaniard is an air force pilot. And us knowing him, how he he was acting back then, we like you wouldn't. Would you let him fly you? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, but now I guess hey, maybe hey, come on, he's official. Yeah. Oh yeah. So what year did you start
0: working at Duck Commander? You were converted in '96 by this gang, and then did you just go straight into the duck call room? No.
2: Oh. I got to be friends with, you know, I worked at the paper mill for 21 years. I've been working there as long as I've been working here. It's pretty pretty neat. So what actually do you do
1: up here? I build duck (laughs) calls. So you put them together. You happen stone.
2: Yep. Well,
1: well, you answered that question. How did y'all? Because y'all turn out a lot of duck calls. It's well, just there's not
2: many of you. As in your words, it stayed a
1: course. Well, hey, Stone, Stone automated who <laughs> Well, who's your reed man? Sy retired from the reed. Jackie it? Hill. Jackie Hill. So no. Jackie is the yep. reed man, and yep. Yep. they claim he's a read man of all reed men. He's good. Uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. Is he better than Sy? No.
1: Hey, <laughs> hey, no. Uh,
0: hey, no. No, no. No. He makes
2: more reeds. No,
3: no. No, no. He makes more because yeah. Stone automated everything. But back to what I was going to tell you, I want to go when we took thousand, a break.
1: Thousands of duck calls, right? Oh, yeah. Tens of thousands, hundreds
3: of
2: yeah. thousands. We done built since February, 80. 80,000. 80, yeah. Well, good night. Since February? Yeah. I but hear how this came about,
3: okay, when he comes out here, At the time, there was three duck call manufacturers, P.S. Oates, Jensen, and Falk. <clears throat> okay, and I, you actually met with uh, – Jensen, I think, didn't
1: you? Yeah, I met him. All. So,
3: well, yeah, but you actually was you you had the double reed system, and he tried to sell it to Jensen, and yep. Jensen, Jensen turned it down. Yep. and he the only thing Phil's ever said about his duck call. My duck call sounds exactly like a mallard hen. That's true. And he's got a good story about that, and I'll get him to tell it a minute, but that's how it came about He ever the only thing he's ever said about okay, look, I'm building a duck call that does one thing: it will make you sound like if you learn how to blow it, it'll make you sound just like a mallard hen on the water,
1: and, and that's a d- what and you a mallard want. duck would think you are one, yeah, and come over and you put him in the pot yeah, yeah
3: now here's here's the story, okay. A FBI guy called Phil one day and told him, "I run, I run the lie detector machine." Okay, and he said, "And since I'm an avid hunter, he said I went and I uh, recorded live ducks, you know, calling, and then you know, I I I made a test. I run that through the machine that is a lie detector." And I run you on a duck call through the machine. The machine said you are a duck. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yep. Yeah. He called me and told me that. <laughs> That's pretty cool. <laughs> they, so, he, no, he said the, the reason they had them, what that machine did when they wire people on undercover stuff, mm-hmm. and they would, he, they he had, a, they had a mic, they wired him. Well, so when the crooks are talking, you know, this and that and the other, well, they got them on tape. Well, what was happening was the reason they built this machine is is people would say that ain't me, that's not me on that tape. That yeah. I didn't, I never did that. And they said, well, you know, it sounds like him. But they said, how can you prove it? Well, they had to have some proof. So when they run you through the machine, if the machine says you said it, yeah. you said it, you said well, it. Well, yeah. he took that, blew into it with a duck call, and had and taped some wild ducks. Put, put put them on it and they put them together and he said it was a match so your duck call <laughs> according to the machine was, was duck? a duck, was a duck. Right. it really wasn't nah. a duck it was just a man who knew what he was doing <laughs> yeah but that's pretty pretty good i said i'm gonna use that information you care if i use that he said oh well i don't i don't mind
0: that's marketing 101 right there yeah, we're endorsed by the fbi yeah, I, I, that's yeah. it voice analyzer <laughs> i love it well let's yeah. take one more or No, we, i think we got i'm i'm getting lost in all the stories <laughs> let's you. take a break i'll find out how many more we got and, hey, we'll, and we'll be back. right back all right we're back from i think that's going to be our last break i don't know we're doing the show a little different today we have unashamed star phil robertson phil i didn't know y'all did four y'all do four days a week on Unashamed?
1: Yeah, that's why you don't see me much around here. My, <laughs> because my plate is is full enough.
0: Yeah, but that, that, that is a lot of work there. But obviously you can catch Unashamed same place as you catch us. Uh, and it is every day that we're not on, they're on. And they, what do y'all do? Y'all on Unashamed, y'all pontificate about Jesus way more. We, we do yeah. talk about Jesus. We just talk about silly things like Eagle the Pigeon as well. Yeah, he's
1: pretty well the centerpiece of our podcast
0: I like that um, yep. so Phil we do emails here on this podcast we have our fans email us in yep. and we had an email a few weeks ago and I remember, do you remember the guy that emailed in about the Jonah and the whale yeah
1: he wants yeah. to know what
0: kind of fish and so do you have an opinion on what kind of fish
1: what are you talking about now
0: Jonah and the whale and he, he, or Jonah on and the fish what kind of fish yeah oh, they wanted to it's, know it's, what real, kind
1: of. it's real simple A big one. Yeah,
2: Yeah, that's exactly right. That's what I
3: told him. I said,
1: said, look, if you're going to, you know, by faith, we believe the universe was formed at God's command so that what is seen was not made out of what's visible. If you control the atomic structure of everything, what holds this woods together, the concrete, you look up, you look in the oceans and all that, look, The Almighty could make a fish that could swallow Monroe, Louisiana. Yeah. I mean.
3: That's true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah.
1: There's no varmint, no thing. You look out there in the ocean. Somebody, Dan showed me yesterday, a big old, one of them big whales came up, you know. Unbelievable, the size of that thing. He was bigger than the boat. Oh. Yeah. And look, Um, one time all the dinosaurs (laughs) and all that, God just showing you some of the things he's made. If you want to build a big enough fish to swallow a man, it would be as comfortable as being in this living room sitting down there, you know, and you're in the fish's belly. I mean, it's no problem.
0: No problem. Yeah. Well, So that got us. We That got me inside. Were you on that episode? Mm-hmm. Well, we got all pontificating. I just love that word. What is the question you want to ask when you get to heaven? Yeah. So we have people emailing that in right now.
1: I wouldn't be asking questions. I would just be thinking... I'm glad I'm here. <laughs> 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 yeah. I ain't worried about how because I've already got that figured out. I didn't like, like, it Yeah, was yeah you know how, why yeah. you ended up there. So yeah. it makes you uh, watch what your lips say and watch how you roll. You mm. You're a mode of love. It did. I see love, joy, yeah. peace, yeah, the patience, of the kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Did I see that coming out of that individual? That's what that—that's the way they were. Man, woman, you, it doesn't make any difference. You say, you're either a slave to sin or a slave to righteousness. Watch this right here. Here, this happens to be the first president of these United States. You do well to wish to learn our arts and ways of life. And above all, the religion of Jesus Christ. These will make you a greater and happier people than you are. We should have listened to George Washington. Happier. But what do we do? God. There's no God. All Yale, Princeton, all these big fancy colleges, at one time, all their gates where you walked in, all Bible verses, hundred and fifty years ago, 200 years you're like, they were all preaching schools, yeah. all of them, yeah. and you look at them now; they've just been stripping away the Bible verses over the years. And now you look up, no Bible, no more Bible verses.
3: And not only that, and Washington, look at
1: now the crop that they're producing, and you're like,
3: yeah, Washington D.C., our capital of our nation, it's written in concrete everywhere.
1: Yeah, George over our Washington. Houses. Uh, We are zealously performing the duties of good citizens and soldiers. We certainly ought not to be inattentive to the higher duties of religion. To me, to the distinguished character of patriot, it should be our highest glory to add the more distinguished character of Christian. Make sure you're a Christian before anything else. First president of the United States, you say, well, the second one, John Adams, what did he say? John Adams, where is he? Uh, Suppose a nation in some distant region should take the Bible for their only law book and every member should regulate his conduct by the precepts there exhibited. What a utopia. What a paradise would that region be Hmm. if people just love God? Love their neighbor. He said, think about that world. So what do we do? Uh, the Christian religion is above all the religions that ever prevailed or existed in ancient or modern times. The religion of wisdom, virtue, equity, and humanity. I have examined all religions. This is the second president of the United States. I've examined all religions. And the result is that the Bible is the best book in the world. That's the way they were talking 245 years ago, 250 years ago. That's the way our government officials were talking. All I have to say is, look at us now. Hmm.
2: It's quite different.
1: It's a sad story. Y'all are watching the preliminary collapsing of an empire. you saying it's imploding. Trying to be good without God, boys.
3: Ain't gonna happen.
1: Here comes Karl Marx one more yep. time. I'm like, yep. when are they gonna get off old Karl? They just keep going back to him. One of the ungodliest people on the face of the earth. I'm going with him. Jesus and what he did three yep. days later. He died and three days later raised from the dead. Let's see, my sins are removed. Guaranteed, I can be raised from the dead, given power from the Holy Spirit, and all I'm commanded to do is love God and love my neighbor. For the life of me, what's what's the downside to that? There
2: ain't no there downside. Ain't no downside. Well, here's the problem: it makes too much sense. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> it makes sense. Like, so we, we shall die, see. If we die and they're right, it's just I guess we're nothing. in a mess, boys. That's why we but need. But if up. we die and we're yeah. right. Somebody got hell to pay. You got it. It, it ain't going to be me. <laughs> I'm going to chase ducks the rest of my life on
1: the earth. Me and old si keep going until we depart. The Bible calls your physical death as a departure. Your soul and spirit goes to be with God. Your body goes in the cemetery. When Jesus returns, it's the last event. When he returns, he's bringing the body, the soul, and spirits of the ones who have died, there's a resurrection of their bodies, and they'll be given it's a ga- immortal bodies. It's You're a like-
3: gathering, and not only that, Woo! it's a gathering, and the only thing that involved with it, with me, I will have a change of address. Yep. Change of That's address, right. boys. It will never be... Okay. I'll get to see it all. I don't all. know whether there's right going to be ducks or not,
1: but I would think they would be. Oh, it would <clears throat> be. We're talking about the creator of the cosmos, okay? Well, wouldn't it, wouldn't it be nice to duck on from now on? <laughs> and
3: any, no
2: limit. No run out of bullets.
1: <laughs> don't run out of bullets. That's right. And no limit. And no game wardens. No, i just kidding. <laughs> all right. Good yeah, work here. Oh, <laughs> yeah. We've gone down that road
0: here on this podcast before. Well. Phil, we appreciate having you. And hey, if you're wondering, we're going to end with a little Bible reading like we always do. I got one dialed up here that Phil alluded to earlier. But if you're wondering, how do I get to where he's talking about? He he mentioned a few traits that are found in Galatians 5.22. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things, there is no law. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step
1: with the Spirit. Spirit. Jesus, number one. That's it. Can't go wrong. Can't go wrong. Thank you, Phil. Hey, no problem. Uh,